0: Welcome back to the late comers i 'm amity i 'm Lemuel. and we are back at it again this week with episode nine your least favorite titled episode so yes. far uh tie me up that's t i g h the name of r x o tie me up tie me down it 's a pun get it
1: uh-huh.
0: so uh-huh. before we get right into the show, and I have some things i 'm ready to get
1: into. Oh, yes. uh,
0: I want to check in with you and see how your week has been.
1: Uh, My week has been, um, it's gotten much better. I spent three days not being able to sleep. Oh, no. And I'm not sure exactly what caused that.
0: But sleep is the best thing that there is. It
1: is the best thing that there is, especially when you're not having it. And so I got to sleep early last night, and I slept through the night, and I had very strange dreams. Very strange dreams that I was invited to a wedding... I was invited to Blake Lively's wedding.
0: But she's already married.
1: Yes. Was it to the
0: same person? You don't like him. I don't
1: know who she's married to. Ryan Reynolds. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm glad that wasn't that. (laughs) So even in my dream, he stayed clear. And you wouldn't actually go to the wedding with me.
0: I don't have a dress fancy enough to go to Blake Lively's wedding. I have
1: a dress for the wedding anyhow so you went with um i'm not dressed for a party you went dressed with what's his name idris alba there you go you were going with idris alba oh yeah no i wasn't <laughs> right and 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 you wouldn't and talk to I me when you were hanging out with idris no and, i wouldn't talk to you if i was hanging <laughs> out with Idris. i was i wound up going with my mom and apparently mm. there was just a lot of alcohol in the church during the wedding oh she's not gonna like that and my mom was just like well you can't drink any of that alcohol I'm like, but I want to drink the alcohol. And she's like, why aren't you dressed? And I wound up I was wearing my bathrobe and I had no shoes on. And so I went out in the parking this lot. This is
0: why I don't talk to you when I'm with Idris, because you <laughs> right? are an embarrassment.
1: <laughs> and I went out in the parking lot and our friend, um, Elise, came by and picked me up and took me shopping to go get clothes for the wedding. Oh,
0: um, I cannot see, wait to hear what she put you in.
1: Well, she didn't put me in anything because she couldn't find any clothes for me to wear. She just sent me back with my bathroom, but she got like nine handbags. And then. That's the wrong store. <laughs> she took um, you to the wrong store. Yes, I think she just wanted an excuse to go shopping. This
0: is all because th- you have a bad habit of um, spending time with women who refuse to eat a meal. You're constantly <laughs> getting home after hanging out with whatever friend. And it's various different friends right. that you have, uh, and you're like tipsy, uh-huh. and have not eaten dinner, and it's 9.30. And I know you're not going to eat now, because it's too late for you to eat. And why don't your female friends
1: feed, feed you? I, I, I <laughs> or, don't
0: know. Or why don't they eat <laughs> meals? Because <laughs> they pick you up from work or whatever, it's 5, right? and before 9.30, somewhere in there, that's... That's prime dinner time. What's (laughs) going on?
1: Well, there's like coconut shrimp when you go to Forbidden Island Tiki Lounge. Cool, cool, cool. That's
0: That's not a meal. Okay.
1: (laughs) I don't understand why the...
0: Ladies, feed him. (laughs) He has blood sugar issues. Please give him a meal. Please. His lunch is... Always a ham and cheese croissant. He needs a vegetable. Please feed him.
1: <laughs> no, I, I, but the dream just sort of went on all night, and all I was getting was like all of Blake Lively's friends giving testimonials about what a great person she was. I didn't see who she was marrying.
0: That's not a wedding. Um, That's like her coming out. Maybe she right. was coming
1: out. I never actually saw her, just everyone talking about her. And then every once in a while, you would shoot me embarrassed looks while you were hanging on Idris Elba's arm. So, so now <laughs> I feel
0: like we need to rewatch a simple favor. <laughs> so that's what this. In, is. in
1: any event, that's, that was
0: so better than your week going. well. <laughs> right,
1: my week is going well. I slept, but I'm afraid of going to sleep because God only really knows when I'm in a dream tonight. So how was your week?
0: My week was not great. How's Idris? Um, Idris is great. He's doing so good. He's going to be in that upcoming shops. Shobbs and, Shobbs, ha. Shob, Shob, Shobbs and ha movie. Hobbs and Shaw movie. You know what? What I said means exactly right the same, same thing, thing as the character Brixton. So his career is only on an upswing.
1: Right, but he's like joined the club of giant bald men action heroes that appear in the He's Fast not and bald. Isn't he? Mm-mm. No. He just...
0: keeps it close. He's been rocking a little bit of a faux lately. Oh. It's a I pretty didn't good know. look. Also, he's a DJ. Did you know that?
1: I did not know he was a DJ.
0: He is a DJ. He doesn't even have a cool DJ name. He just DJs under his real name,
1: which is a cool name. Right. It's kind of distinctive. I wouldn't give up on that one. Yeah. And call myself So DJ he's President. like,
0: I know, it's, I know it's corny as hell, but I enjoy it. So he DJs. He
1: also wanted to be an
0: MMA fighter, apparently. Mm, I think that time has passed. No offense. But he's in his 40s. Right. So... Yeah, no, I, I, um, I've um had some family issues that oh, are not so resolving, and so that's happening. So, not a great week. Not a great week. Oh, I'm sorry. We'll talk about it a little later in our um recommendations. Okay. But for now, let's talk about this show. Why? Why? Well, because we're watching it, because uh, we're still engaged, and because
1: I have a new theory. Oh, so your original theory was that everyone's a Cylon.
0: Oh, no, that's, that's theory holds. This is a okay. different theory. This is like a meta-theory. Right. I think that the writers of the show hate women.
1: That's a possibility? I,
0: I was contemplating this episode. We watched this episode yesterday and are mm-hmm. recording one day later. Now, sometimes we record right after we watch. Right. Typically, we have a day or two in right. between. Uh, In this case, we watched it last night, and then um, you hadn't slept in three days, so we opted not to record last night. Right. And in mulling about this episode, I've come to the conclusion that I do believe that the writers of this show either hate all women or just all of the women that they've created. And I do include Cylon... Female presenting characters as women here. <laughs> I'm
1: sorry, that was. A, very I mean, careful. I want to be that, yes. clear
0: because I'm also talking about Boomer and Six and any other possible female Cylons. We don't know. Maybe the President, probably not. I think Cancer wills out on that one, but I could be wrong. Because it was the dialogue in this episode leads me to believe that the humans at least think that you can be replaced by Cylon. So you don't necessarily have to not have a backstory, i.e. Boomer. Uh-huh. She just appeared one day, and we assume right. that she's one of the survivors of this thing. Um, and that's why she doesn't have any family. But you could full-on be replaced. So president could be replaced. But that's uh-huh. a humans-specific... Um, uh, concern so we don't know if that's actually how it works now Cylons can't be more than 40 years old the human ones Mm -hmm. because that's only as long as we've been apart from them so like if Adama is a Cylon he was not born a Cylon because he was in the original war
1: which is something she says he's been replaced by he would exactly so
0: yeah, so so what I'm saying is, sick president could have mm-hmm. also been replaced by a Cylon. No. So I guess cancer doesn't totally out. But the the way that the women are being treated in this show is um, bad. I would say the word that I would use is is bad. And we'll, I I will get into sort of some of that point by point. But let's start I... with our lovebirds on the planet's surface. Okay. So we didn't, I don't think, go into depth last time um, on the conversation between six and um, I always forget the other guy's name, the other Cylon that she's talking to while they're waiting for Boomer. Other Cylon. It starts with a B. But at that point, she's basically like he calls her out, like you never really liked her, and that mm-hmm. was what I, that was what I sort of stuck on last week, but. Also, she basically says she feels, too, she feels too much. Like she's too much like a person, like a human, which basically makes her a human. And I'm like, well, that's not... I like cats. <laughs>
1: that makes doesn't cat. make
0: me a cat. But I think in terms of your enemies, like if you're thinking about enemies, that kind of makes sense. And then... Um, that other Cylon basically goes, you're just jealous because you've never felt love, which is a w- like a weird <laughs> thing to call her out on. Maybe that's right. So Boomer has decided, I guess, Planet Boomer, we're talking mm-hmm. about, Sharon, to be a turncoat. Yeah. She is defecting from the Cylon Legion. Now, is that true? We don't know. She could just be, I don't know, have a plan on her own. Now, it surprises me a little bit that they don't make Cylons with a remote detonator situation. Yeah. If you can upload your consciousness at the moment of death, I would think that somebody somewhere would be able to turn your ass off. you think? That clearly is not what's happening or if that is possible then i think boomer has either figured out a way to keep that from happening or it's this is all part of the plan that we are seeing um but they run they're running to delphi which is i thought for a second it was going to be a, another planet but it is a city on this on okay. on caprica and they escape some um, of the Cylon, like, uh, guards by going into the sewer. So those are always fun shots. Fun days on the same I, I want
1: to interject something <laughs> yes. as a, a a snob. Speaking purely as a snob. Cool, cool, cool. A, uh,
0: snob corner.
1: 157 years after the release of Les Miserables, you are still chasing the hero through the sewer.
0: Well, yes. Because you know it's a it's convenient place to hide? Where sewer, all the shit is. Right? Nobody wants to go down there.
1: So But these are silos that it shouldn't matter to them. Um The the well
0: maybe they rust. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe
1: they know. Wow, this is a, this is now a trope, or this has been a trope for a very long time. <laughs> been a trope for a very <laughs> <time."
0: laughs> sure long time. I'm sure that
1: that originally it was fresh and innovative, and now I'm like, oh, we're in the sewer again.
0: <laughs> they're in the sewer, and they're looking for Delphi, where that Sharon says I, because okay, so there's a couple of things.
1: Uh-huh.
0: One, she says. Hilo's like, why are they going so hard? Like, why are they looking so hard for us? Because there's a lot of them out looking for Mm -hmm. them now. And Sharon says, well, they're looking for me because I overheard stuff when I was in captivity. Sure, that's why. Um...
1: Because they just talk in front of the human for no particular reason. Right, they well, communicate. thinking
0: that they're going to end up killing her. They but essentially why can they... communicate
1: telepathically, right? They don't have to verbalize I don't things. know that. It's they upload their entire consciousness into people.
0: Right, but right. I don't know okay. that. And uh-huh. we'll get to the bizarre ass backwards technology in this world. Oh, yeah, in we the have the to the next do that. thing that we talk about. mm mm-hmm. um, And so that's her, you know, sort of cover and he was like okay okay that makes sense and then the other thing is they've been running for like 24 solid hours or whatever mm-hmm. and he is right exhausted and she is you know not cuz she's a robot so he's like how are you still going and she like <laughs> gets real guttural growl on and she's like adrenaline and i'm like cool but also she's a robot uh yeah, she's like I'm not going to let you die. I'm not going to die. We're not going to die down here. We're not going <laughs> to die down here. Let's go to Delphi. That's where hey, I let's heard die. <laughs> That's where I heard we they have a major hub there. I bet we could find a ship and get off the planet. Now, why there would be human ships when they have ships that just ship themselves? Right. I mean, I guess they have to have like transports for their um like I guess each of the Cylon uh, guards or whatever—they're not like Iron Man; they can't just right fly to through space on their own. So I guess there is transports for them and things like that. But they, she thinks that's their, or she tells him that's their best bet to find a uh, ship to get off of the planet. So that's where they're going. I still don't know what her ultimate goal is. I mean, I guess getting him to safety, even if it means they kill her. I don't know. Because I mean, as soon as she shows up as a duplicate, both versions of them so are the going out an airlock. The
1: things that they don't know, these two, stuck on the planet, they don't know that they're replicants to borrow some other science. Kilo doesn't. Choice. Right? Well I would offer right, the boomer knows. <laughs> Alright. Um, they don't know that or rather, again Hilo does not know that there are these replicated human beings. Right. Also does not know that the fleet has done 30 successful jumps and is so far out in space that these people Correct. are...
0: No, they don't know any of that.
1: ...a marble in hindsight. So he has no idea where they are. He has no idea how much the... So none of the information that we have is actually uh, something that he's aware of. Yes. So, yes, yeah, so, uh, as I said to you about this and about the Balthar... Um, okay.
0: Now let's get, yeah.
1: Okay, it, it, so that's sorry, Caprica. It really needs to get to a point, because it's just like, we're running in circles now. Well,
0: I think they're going to get to a point at the end of the season, hun. I think that's the whole thing. Uh. They're doing a season-long arc, uh, which is going to be about 40 minutes. It's going to be like a whole episode.
1: Mm-hmm. It ties up all the loose ends.
0: Length. No, no, no. By the time we get to the end of the season, Mm -hmm. one full episode basically will be spent on Caprica, I think is what it's going to end up shaking out if they do three to five minutes per episode on Caprica. And they've done Caprica in every episode so far. So, Baltar,
1: Baltar, Baltar. So this is what I've learned about their culture, the culture of the... uh, people in this galaxy, apparently it is not uncommon to find your top scientist masturbating in a corner and just walk into the room without any kind of warning, and it's okay. Well,
0: it's uh, a lab that belongs to the ship. Go ahead and walk the fuck in.
1: Right, but at the same time, she doesn't seem well, well, we should explain what happened. So,
0: okay. Well, let's explain what happens after we go through this test situation. All right, okay,
1: so the test situation.
0: So You we, have a lot to sparkly on this episode. I have a lot to say. So I can out. tell. Okay. He, so, <laughs> yeah, there are... Yeah,
1: significant problems with this episode. Not with
0: the episode. Uh, this show is starting to fucking just teeter on the rails. And I I'm told you like,
1: it, it did it for me like a couple habit. back, <laughs> but so I don't hear so what you're Here's
0: thinking. the problem. I think okay. here's my my main problem. Okay, I'm using logic. <laughs> right. It doesn't want to. <laughs> All right, Baltar is given instructions from the president mm-hmm. that the now that we have a working. Cylon Detector, which he, the President and uh, Commander Adama have both been informed his thing works. Mm-hmm. That's what we know at the beginning. Uh, they are talking to each other, the President and Commander Adama are talking to each other and she's like, I think you should go first. It'll make everybody see that the fleet is um, trustworthy and that the people at the top are the best way... You know, that are clear and great, and that's fine. Yeah. Now. She, of course, is looking at him sideways because bin told her he's a Cylon. Right. Now, she, he didn't. He said Adama, so it could be the baby one. I'm just saying. Baby Adama. Uh, and Commander Adama is like, I see your point. Maybe you should get tested. And the president just goes, yeah, I think it should be it. And he's like, all right, fine. Now, then we get to the tests. We see Baltar, and he is miserable. He is commiserating with his inner six about the number of tests that he needs to do, (laughs) and here's why. This test now takes 11 hours. One sample can be tested at a time. It takes 11 hours. So he's doing the math for the 47,000, Almost 48,000 people. Right. Uh, and it's going to take 60 years, 61 years, give or take, to do all of these tests. So now,
1: now I want to hear your logical, because I, I have one, if you don't.
0: Here's, okay, there's like four problems with this. Okay, one, one, we saw him do a test on that Boomer. was accurate
1: uh-huh.
0: on Boomer one episode ago, and it took not longer than 90 seconds. Two, later in this episode, we find out every test comes back negative. He said it so that they all come back negative. Now, these two things together make me go, why in the fuck does it take 11 hours to run one test? Also, why can't you just make it look like, oh, we can do 25 at a time? If they're all coming back negative, why are you bemoaning the fact that you exponentially expanded the time that this test would take, uh, nulled its validity, Uh and now you're just looking at the rest of my life is going to be these tests. Why? Find a better lie. If your lie makes you sad, do a better one. Because you know what? It's
1: still going to
0: be a fucking lie. What the holy hell is happening in this show? What's going on? I need you to help me. Okay, Please help me. Now, What's he
1: doing? This is... What is he doing? I lost it. (laughs) He's whining about how long it's going to take to do all these tests. Yep. Why he would develop a test if he's working for the silence anyhow, I don't know. Well,
0: yes. Okay. Okay. We talked about that last time. So why have you developed a test? First of all, (laughs) he spent all that time developing a test that works. And then is rolling out a test that doesn't work. So...
1: So that's I mean but that's 28 but days why wasted a working test but for why, something that you're not going to implement anyhow?
0: Well, I think he thought he was going to implement it until he got the inner six conversation when right. Boomer turned up positive. Right. So but but why is your fake test So much less efficient than your real test, dude. 90 seconds that other one took. 11 hours, one sample at a time. If you're going to make a fucking fake test, go the fuck, go big. Just be like, it takes one second and I can do a 100 samples at a time. I'll be done
1: Thursday. Like, why would you do this? This has been, um, we talked about this the last couple of weeks. When science fiction isn't very science or logical, right? Right. So you have the alien... Last week it was you have an alien corpse, or you have... Not alien, excuse me. You have uh, a... An enemy corpse. corpse
0: of a different of a silent, species or... Instead
1: of trying to do an autopsy, instead of trying to discover what airlock. distinguishes you from another, you shove it in an airlock, and then you have a body that you've had for quite a while that you don't perform an autopsy on. Nothing. It's like, wouldn't that be the first step? Find out how to... No, that doesn't happen. Secondly... So this episode, uh, not secondly necessarily, but on this episode, the big flaw was you're the only scientist who can do this test, when it ultimately means you just feed a sample into a machine into and a it machine. red or green. And that machine right
0: spends 11 hours nom, 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 Re- nom, well, and then spits out a red, because or yeah. a green, rather.
1: A green, because no one's a I
0: Now I've forgotten which one's um, which, but it's going to be also no Cylon, right. all, no, any of that.
1: Why is he bemoaning all the time it'll take when he can just get somebody else to run the machine?
0: Well, he can't. Because I don't know that... Or
1: train a staff or he, something. Here's He's the, the reality. Scientist the I world. don't
0: know that he has changed the machine so that it will, in fact, spit well, out he, all negative. Instead of
1: moping about it, that would be your first... Let me find He's, something else Well, to do. no.
0: He wants to bitch and complain and right. then fuck his headcanon so that he has his dick out when Starbuck comes to visit. What Spoiler are alert. you...
1: Um, but yeah my my thing is just like well so he's the absolute only one who can be allowed in this room and the only one who can do this and so he's going to he'd rather take years of processing this information than just train somebody in a false way but you are
0: you are going above and beyond why did he make the test take this long if it's well, if it's bullshit anyways, uh, and you could get it to work in 90 seconds, I bet a fake one could take 30.
1: Well, but see, that's my point. If you're going to go through the trouble of even having the machine in the first place, why is it you're the only one who can analyze the results? Why does everyone trust him with analyzing the results yeah, no. when he's obviously mad? And
0: uh, yes, no, and everyone sees that. And I think that we're starting to see that everyone sees that right. he's definitively so mad, so I think, is a good term for entire
1: fleet it. of ships, there's not a single other scientist. There are doctors. Doctors could help. We Four of them, apparently, and that's it. Right, yeah, and we have a ton of engineers because the ships are constantly being maintained. Well, because
0: they have Caprica's engineering
1: But they staff. don't have one other scientist Yeah, no, I don't to know. look over this Poor machine Gata or even somebody like, to monitor.
0: Why not me? Yeah, no, it's, it's this storyline is really losing me so adama's test starts but uh-huh. of course it takes fucking 11 hours and in the middle of his tests he um he stops baltar and gives him another uh sample that's and he says it's priority and then he disappears he yeah. um just goes awol he says he he takes a ship with no flight plan and just leaves and i'm like well i don't why it's a is very cute shuttle. That? I like the shuttle. It is a cute shuttle, and, and but we don't know that that's happened. We only uh-huh. know about that after the the fact. Um, we see Ty, who is very drunk, uh-huh. super drunk, and um, in the previously on we had seen a a clip of him uh, burning the face out of a photograph with a cigar, mm-hmm. which is a scene that you didn't recall and I didn't recall. Yeah. So I don't know when this happened um but it's in his uh trash can currently so it couldn't have happened mm-hmm. too long ago right um and it's somebody that we don't it's some blonde woman we don't know so then um a cylon raider appears it's by itself and uh apollo is out doing i guess standard sweeps or something possibly
1: he, being a, a cylon uh, Apollo
0: is not a Cylon Shh. no I don't know <laughs> they're all Cylons all, every, all bets of are off Anybody every can be a Cylon uh, yeah and um, so he's out there and he uh, manages to take this thing on and wound it mm-hmm. and it flashes away with its faster than light drive um, but then flashes back and it's like flying real erratically It's clearly the same one because it has the same damage on it. They think that it can't jump to where its uh, compatriots are because they've wounded it in some way. Um, So they are sort of tracking it. So Ty actually does the first sort of tactically smart thing that we've seen anybody do in uh, quite a while. And that is he's like, let's just, gather data. What is it doing? Because the thing that they have not figured out about the radar that they have Mm -hmm. on the deck that Starbuck brought them is the Faster Than Light Drive and all this thing is doing is using it. So they're trying to take whatever readings they can from the outside. I don't know. It sounds very engineering. Sounds good. And so they're doing that. Now the reason that Ty is making these calls is because he says, well, where's Adama? And Douala says... Oh, he bounced. He uh, took a f- ship and left no without a flight plan. He, He's just gone. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. Um. At the same time as the Cylon Raider right. is doing all of this stuff. So then we see Adama back on the uh, docking bay and... He's got a passenger, and that passenger is this blonde lady mm-hmm. who turns out to be Ellen Ty, Colonel Ty's wife, mm-hmm. presumed dead in the attack. So, maybe one of the reasons he's been drinking so heavily. Um, we find out from context clues that she had uh, cheated on him heavily for their entire relationship apparently they had had a fight fairly recently she says that she was in an airport on one of the planets and was knocked out during the attack and somebody who she doesn't know who Mm -hmm. put her on a ship and she just woke up so she's been in a coma being cared for on a ship for four weeks that's what she says uh, she also, though, says some things that make it seem like she is aware of the right. things that have been happening. Um, she's also a person who likes to drink a lot. She is the epitome of a trashy party
1: woman. Yes, uh, I was watching. Uh, her I wouldn't. I would say, what party girl? And uh, the, but she's a grown ass woman. The um, the word that came to mind was floozy. Yes. And she's she is a lush image. She, she is
0: yes. hanging all over Ty, but clearly flirting with everybody. Well,
1: she is under the table foot funneling
0: Baby Adama.
1: Right. Apollo is like <gasps> to the point where she What's drops her shoes somewhere, yeah. um under his chair. And then she later on is even flirting with um She
0: flirts with Captain Ad- or Commander Adama right. and then accuses him of flirting with her, uh, of visiting her, because apparently he's known where she was for like the last week, and it's her blood that Baltar is testing, because she she appeared basically out of nowhere. They don't have records of her prior to a week previous, Mm -hmm. and um, she has no recollection. And even before... She brought out the fucking worst in Ty and yeah. treated him like garbage. And she and he clearly loves her and is just at like at her mercy. Um, but she is not, like clearly not a good person. Like clearly manipulative, clearly uh sort of a person who is definitely like, oh sure, vows of marriage, what ofs?
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> um Although she's claiming at this point that they're starting all over.
0: Yes, um, she says that, but then she immediately says bill was hitting on me he's always wanted me
1: right
0: you know he's been visiting me without your knowledge all this time and this that and the other and she's and um and and they become sort of beards for each other so like the president is talking to ty and Mm -hmm. it's like he just went missing when this raider suddenly appeared like that's a weird coincidence And Ty's like, I know exactly where he was. He was getting my wife. And so that's a cover for him. And then um, later, like, she does the he was hitting on me thing. And then... Uh, Adama's defense is I wasn't hitting on her I was getting her blood to make sure she wasn't a Cylon and then we're back in the right. midst of it of hey the sample that I could run today because I could only run one a day was Ellen's sample and we've got the results and that's when we find out Baltar talking to his internal six says mm, it's a sort of a convenience that this machine only turns up negatives. Everyone's going to be cleared. It's much easier that way, or much cleaner right. that way. And so he says she's cleared. And then Six wants to know if she's a Cylon. Now, that's a weird thing, because A, Six should know if she's a Cylon. Right. B, uh, apparently this machine does work, and it's changed at the end, which is a ballsy move on his part. So he's going to ostensibly know who's Cylon, who's not, I guess. Um. But why does Six ask him if she is or not? Because Six would know. That mm-hmm. is, a, like, and he's like, I'll never tell. And I'm like, well, sheesh, hey, Cylon's, Y'all should know what the face of your comrade looks like. All of them. There are only 12. You should know what the other 11 look like. Like, what? What? (laughs) And then the last shot we see. Now, earlier, as I said, as we were talking about, we briefly alluded to. So Baltar's sitting in the lab lamenting the 60 years it's going to take him to run these blood tests Mm. for no reason at all. And then... He, instead of starting work, he go or or trying to efficiency like make this more efficient. I don't know anything. He goes and starts having sex with the his head sex, just out in public. Now we see her later. She is bent over the table. Now, with this her is skirt the, the first up.
1: time that you see her. Because they have sex. The episode closes with him sort yeah, of... Yeah,
0: yeah, No, this is the beginning. The very beginning. So she's bent over the table and he is thrusting into her, I guess. So his dick is just out of his lab. And Starbuck walks in because uh-huh. it's a lab. It's not right. his fucking private quarters. And sh- he's like, oh, I was just exercising. It's so gross and bad. Like, it's just like so many vibes of inappropriate men, like, it's just not aging super good, and she's just like, could you just fucking zip your fly and just do what the fuck you're supposed to do? And, um, I don't remember what she's even there for. Uh, meanwhile, and then at the end, um, the president is like, okay, well, now that we know uh, Ellen's not a Cylon, I guess, uh, (laughs) How'd that Adama test turn out? And he's like, well, I had to stop it twice because people kept interrupting me, so it's not done yet. So we still don't know what his result is, although we won't know, because they're all negative. Although apparently they're all whatever they are, and then we find out they're negative. It's just a ballsy... Just make the thing show negative. Don't... Uh, He's just asking to get caught here. Um, But then there's this pullback shot of this group and it's like Adama and Ellen and Ty sort of all hugging and then like the president and her staff on on the other side maybe Starbucks there on two sides of the lab and then in the middle is Baltar on a on a rolling chair right sort of spinning around with his face in the air, with this goofy-ass look on his face, because we know that he is... Internally. ...having sex
1: right.
0: with his internal sex. In the middle of this lab. And this, and we pull out and see what they are seeing. Yeah. And it's clear that people now sort of see him as mad, but unfortunately they see him as a mad genius. <laughs> and I'm just like no just mad just not well and not able to take care of the things that you think that he's taking care why of why
1: are they entrusting him with so much it's responsibility it's so unclear to me i it... um so what are your problems where did you arrive at the conclusion that this is
0: every woman in the show is treated like garbage and i don't mean treat like they are treated like garbage i mean the handling of them is garbage, except maybe Starbuck. Maybe. But Starbuck has to walk in and basically be assaulted by Baltar. Mm-hmm. Why? Ellen is a terrible person. The president has cancer. Boomer's all over the place. Six has to be naked in every episode. Like... Right. did get to go on a nice date today. They went and looked at stars, and it was very cute. It was a cute Well, if anything, I
1: think she's the only character, although she's... At the same time, if you want to say the the negative presentation in this episode, she also is inadvertently betraying Adama by telling all these things to her boyfriend, who in turn is giving them... Although,
0: hey dude, don't... She is... I don't think that's betrayal. I actually think that they need to talk to each other, because... The president is suspicious as hell of Adama. Adama mm-hmm. is not a, a person who will open up to the president. Right. And they need to work together. So I almost think that what they're doing is a greater good. Not traitorous. Because they're su- the same team. Mm-hmm. Adama doesn't want to believe that they're on the same, all on the same team. But the team is humanity. It's a small team. And we need to get on it. Um, um, so I
1: don't think that she's out I, of I line. I don't, uh, I don't know. We'll disagree on that one.
0: Or maybe but. I'm wrong and that's another crap thing yeah, that a woman is doing. I can show. understand
1: what you're saying about the sort of inherent misogyny of the show, because I'm. it's, it's beginning to get ridiculous how every show is almost bookended by Baltar and his...
0: Just I, having his dick in an inappropriate place.
1: But the fact that it's not actually happening so that when Starbuck walks in, what she sees is what she sees, and and it's it's getting played for laughs now. It's just sort of gross. Yeah,
0: but it's yeah, because and it's and not I don't funny. know if in two thousand and five I would have thought it was funny.
1: Right, I don't think it was funny then. I, th- I think. It's but
0: I think with the Me Too stuff uh. and with fucking Louis C.K. Pu- fully <laughs> doing the <this> shit in <laughs> you know, actual I life, think about
1: that—that's what that would be the equivalent, I guess.
0: Right. So I don't think it's funny. I think it's right. shitty, and and they're not addressing. I'm like. Why is this dude
1: right.
0: who has proven himself in no way right. just allowed to do whatever with his dick out like what the fuck i i, I, I like and i don't know if that's just an aging thing or like I'll am i missing you. guys right. please listeners help me if i am missing something or if this was supposed to be funny and it just isn't 15 years later i Help me. Help me, please, because I feel like I feel it feels a little punitive as a viewer at this point. Like, I feel like I'm a little bit being punished for watching. <laughs> I'm just like, I want to know what's happening. Like, I'm super curious to see what's happening. But also, could we please put our dicks away? I, um... Is it too much to add?
1: <laughs> it almost feels like there's a certain amount of fan service in every episode. And yeah, but I'm a fan. Right. Now, these are, again, male fans. Because, at least at the time... This so so
0: then, once again, do the writers hate women? I don't like, do the writers hate women
1: or the writers themselves are people who are catering to an audience of adolescent boys who are watching this program. I don't
0: know.
1: What, I, what I'm finding is really difficult is it's really hard to say, but the nineteen seventy eight or whatever Battlestar Galactica mm-hmm. had more developed female characters than the two thousand
0: i just i f- i feel th- six sets us back significantly uh, um I feel like the combination of this pseudo religion uh, and this blatant sex right is
1: it's very
0: weird. It's it's not just it's not I don't I mean weird, yes, but like I mean yeah it I mean, feels like it's diminishing that character to nothing. Yeah. Like it feels like take a powerful woman mm-hmm. make her super like kooky religious and that sort of takes her down in my esteem halfway mm-hmm. and then make her basically a hooker. And i and I and, but for nothing, like for she doesn't seem to be getting anything out of this like it's not even like she's an empowered sexual being. Right. She's like a hole for Baltar because to put his dick in when he's getting
1: For people listening what we meant by empowered sexual being is a fish called Wanda and Jamie Lee yes. Curtis character who just owns it and this because is Because I don't shares.
0: I don't think that a right. woman having a lot of sex diminishes that no. that doesn't diminish you in my eyes. Absolutely not. But the the way that she fe- the the way that the sex is being used in this is uh-huh. like a pacifier
1: right. for Baltar. who again doesn't make I it interesting because it just makes him a child or right you know, like he's gonna throw a tantrum all the time
0: right but it's like she that is what she is using it for right. and so that's not empowering her in any way no. she's just there to like.
1: See with him. I still don't even understand what his motivation is, and this is what, part no. of what makes him so unlikely Now it's character.
0: literally just, don't get caught.
1: Right.
0: I don't want to go out an airlock. Like, that's what it
1: feels like.
0: <laughs> For, I, and I'm like, I don't know what your long-term plan is, because the end of the human race is here, my right. friend. And that's, like,
1: what, that's kind of what I'm getting. It's like, are, is he hoping that when the Cylons end the human race, that he'll be spared somehow? That or is,
0: I, I think, what right. is... I think that that is what he thinks but is being so promised. Of,
1: so many of the scenes are played for comedy. That's so odd. That I don't get why... Ever, yeah, I, uh,
0: Yeah, and, and the fact that the sex is so sort of, like I said, pacifying, and then tied in with this religious rhetoric of mm-hmm. you have to believe and you have to put all your belief in this higher power. Those two things... On the on the Cylons end, it are contradictory in a right. way that.
1: But it does sound kind of like the way odd. that an adolescent boy will see a woman,
0: oh, right? Yeah, or the for way sure. he fantasizes
1: about a woman—he bends her over his desk and just starts going away at it at his workplace. This is a teenage fantasy, and and that's sort of what all of his scenes feel like. And I can't believe that this is the guy who is the greatest mind of his generation it, yeah. I'm not convinced.
0: Oh, um, we didn't finish the Cylon Raider um, storyline. Oh, okay. Which was, it keeps popping in and out, and they're tracking it and taking measurements, and it is giving them information about the um, faster-than-light drive, but then all of a sudden it, it pops back, and it sort of goes directly towards the Galactica. Mm-hmm. Um, like, And they say it's a suicide mission. It's just going to blow itself up against uh, against the ship. Like a kamikaze dive, right. and Ty had sort of seen it coming and had uh, launched Vipers to uh, watch it, keep an eye on it, and then shoot it out of the sky if they needed to. And um, Ty is uh, Adama, like commends Ty for doing that, even though Ty is clearly drunk on on duty. Mm-hmm. He's still able to make this um, this good call. Right now the and he's like, what do you? Go ahead. He's like, I'm sorry that I didn't tell you about her. And honestly, as your friend, she doesn't bring out the best in you. And, yeah. and then Ty's like, you know, I hear that, but also she's my wife, so eat a dick. <laughs> and uh, so once again, we have a situation where poor behavior is just going to go ahead and be allowed.
1: And rewarded. In and way. rewarded, yeah.
0: yeah. I don't know, guys. I think humanity's in trouble here. <laughs> like, I feel like.
1: I, I um I'm it doesn't feel like any of this is being well thought out. No. There's just so many huge gaps and so many lapses in logic that you'd think that these people, these intelligent people, would be capable of. Um and yeah, it's 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 making less sense than the old Battlestar Galactica, which again is is seriously is a drawback.
0: Yeah, so I'm I mean, we're not out. By mm-hmm. any means. Because I do still care about these people, but less Baltar. I
1: care about some of them. Certainly
0: less of his dick. I want more Apollo in every episode. He mm-hmm. was in this episode, and he got, like, assaulted. So let's not do that. Um, I want more of the chief, too. I like that character. Mm-hmm. Um, and we saw him very, very briefly in this one. But, uh... Yeah, what would you let's see, let's see. Who won this who won this episode?
1: Um That's a hard one to say because everyone was it was there were scenes in this that were played for comedy. Uh like the scene where the president and her assistant and Adama and Baltara, all in the lab, and it turns into this sort of silly kind of drawing room comedy where, oh, we're testing your blood. No, we're testing your blood. What about yeah. that scene just got to be goofy. Um, so hmm. I'm not sure who you could say actually came out of this with their dignity intact. Yeah. Uh, and nobody made one. any sense with what they were doing. Even what Adama was doing did make I think make maybe
0: sense. Starbuck might win. Yeah, Starbuck. Although just she like, definitely lost, because she definitely away. walked in on that. Right. And she didn't need to do that. Maybe Douala?
1: Yeah, there we she go. had go. and Billy a, had a nice date. Right, they had a date.
0: They were both out of uniform and suit. Like, uh, they, were, they were cash.
1: And they That's weren't casual. vulgar. It wasn't just like some sort of, you know, cheap sex scene like we get every week on this show.
0: No. They were, there's apparently a, a date spot because mm-hmm. a bunch of couples were there. And I was right. like, this is interesting. Also, did you see a baby?
1: I don't remember a baby. I remember seeing two girls.
0: Oh, that's cool. Which I, I was missed nice. that.
1: But it was, you didn't see it for very long, so yes, it's fairly progressive.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: In passing. It, well, there. That
0: uh, yeah, and then grade. What would uh, you grade this
1: episode? I would give it, like, good Lord. I can't say it's completely irredeemable, but I would give it a C minus.
0: Yeah, I'm at, a, like, a D plus. Right. I just... That Ellen character was real rough for me. And the fact that she's going to continue to be in the show, I don't know how to feel about it. But, like... Uh,
1: Yeah. What is she contributing to the show? I mean, we already have the sex-crazed maniac robot. We don't need a...
0: Right, but I think that that might be what she's doing. I think she might also be a Cylon. Uh, Where was she? How do they not have any record of her? Yeah. I don't know. Well, I'm I'm like... "Mm, or was she shacked up with somebody that could and then be the case that too. fell through and then she's like, oh no, what was me? Does anybody know where my husband is? <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. that could be it too. Yeah, she could have just definitely been in the midst of just a real good affair and then was like, oh, this is done or whatever, or I'm in danger and so I need to go find my husband who's on the Galactica. So that's the safest place to be. That's what, Yeah. Ooh, I'm so cynical. I don't like this lady. Um, yeah, this was a rough one. Do you have any recommendations that aren't Battlestar Galactica?
1: No. Galact. Speaking of um, intelligent uses of science fiction, we saw a movie this weekend, you and I, called Captive State. Yes. And um, it was a very gritty, very realistic film. About a world under the control of some very kind of very weird alien creatures, I like when alien creatures don't look like people in makeup or don 't look like c g i but look like something really 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 alien like what is that i can 't even tell it they were definitely c g i they <laughs> were c g i but my meaning is that
0: I know it didn't just look like a shiny cartoon right. thing and
1: the problem is that there's so many science fiction tropes that get used over and over and over again um that and it amazes me when I'm watching something expensive like Guardians of the Galaxy, and they go back to the old science fiction trope that you saw on Star Trek every week. If you're an alien, you must be green and have funny hair. But this definitely was something else entirely, but you don't really see them very much. And I think it works in the film's favor. The Earth has been brought under the control of an alien species that whose technology is just far superior to ours. And people are brought to heal, but what they do is they find a way to survive and also find a resistance. And here it is, not like science fiction movies. I remember when I was a kid, I used to watch V, that television show. Oh, yeah, they, we
0: did that with Marina Background.
1: Right, and it didn't last very long, which was a pity because I wanted to see where they would take it. But one of the faults in logic for me, for V, is that uh, the brave human resistance fighters picked up alien guns and spaceships and immediately knew how to pilot them or how to fire the guns. Or, it just seemed ridiculous. And here, it's very different. The human beings launch a plan, and I won't go into detail because it's very clever, actually. Um, They find a plan by being human and referencing things that the aliens would not know about. Yeah. And that's as much as I want to say about it. It's actually very much like watching a caper movie. It is.
0: It feels like a heist. Right. I, I had never heard of this movie before as a... The, it came out on Friday. Mm-hmm. I heard about it the Tuesday before when we right. went to see the uh I saw a Greta. trailer for
1: it. That's all that I knew.
0: And I was like, ooh, that looks interesting. But the trailer makes it seem very different. Although yeah. the trailer does sort of give you a sense of something that is a little bit of a spoiler. Mm-hmm. So if you can go in blind, yeah. I recommend doing that, actually. And
1: I wouldn't tell you anymore. There's a really great cast. Sometimes they're almost cameo appearances because yeah. it's such a large group of people. And it's taking this large population and... You guys,
0: Vera Farmiga and John uh, Goodman typically make good choices. Right. That's what I'll say.
1: Mm-hmm. That Just that. Yeah. <laughs> and John Goodman's the only character that we see consistently throughout the whole film, and he's very good. Um, but, yeah, I won't say yeah, any more and about I, it.
0: I like... I actually... The other thing that I like about this movie uh. is that it uh, meets out its information in a way where you have to be paying attention. Yes. But it, like it's it's not hand feeding you everything, mm-hmm. but it's um, also not not playing fair with you.
1: I would well, I, say. I w- uh, what was the film that we saw with the Hunter Cities? Um, oh, Mortal Engines. Mortal Engines. All right, which was a movie that the actors were pretty. The scenery was pretty. The it art direction was beautiful. It made no sense. The movie was <laughs> every film you've seen in the last twenty years. Yeah, anything has, that falls
0: like, into a dystopian right situation, Everyone. y'all just watch Snowpiercer. It's a better movie.
1: But what I mean is that when you watched or Train um, to Busan, <laughs> yes, when you watched Mortal Engines, there were no surprises, and you could just sort of. Park your brain at the door and look at all the pretty things.
0: Yeah, this one
1: This one you have to you be on the ball.
0: Because you're not mm-hmm. you're not the you're seeing people in different contexts and uh, you have to make the connections.
1: And the clues, some of them are tiny. And yeah. there's one that's really obvious in your face the entire film, and then you're like, oh, that meant something. Alright. So like if you like that kind of movie and your science fiction does not need to be uh lots of because it's not, the special effects are not intrusive at this all. This
0: is not, right. this is a sci-fi movie like Monster is a sci-fi right, movie. Exactly. Um, which is, it's a movie that takes place in a, inside of a scientific pre- pre- premise, mm-hmm. but it is more more like a heist
1: film. Right. And what I, what we mean to say about that movie... I love watching a plane come together. Is it a science fiction movie where it's not about the actual spaceships? It's not. No. It's, it's not pew pew pew. It's, it's not, Independence not Day. No. What it is is uh, a lot of it's like social science fiction. What happens when this happens?
0: Uh, another thing you could compare it to is, okay, and I've forgotten what it's called the South African
1: uh, uh, District 9. District
0: 9. Mm-hmm. I think it's got similarities to that as well, sensibility right. wise.
1: Yeah. I can see that. Um, yeah. Yep. I don't want to say too much. Okay. So what would you recommend?
0: I recommend sometimes you have to cry.
1: <sighs> I actually knew this was coming.
0: <laughs> I have had a, a a tumultuous week with some family uh, death. Every Everything's fine. But uh, sometimes even when you don't, grieve normally. There is grief. And so sometimes you just want to go to a movie on a Tuesday afternoon that's going to definitely make you cry so that you can get out some of that crying. you got to get it out because if it stays inside, you just turn into a bitch. That's me. I do that. So, uh, I went today to see uh, a a dying child movie. It's called Five Feet Apart. Uh, It's Based on a young adult book wherein two sick kids fall in love but can't be together because they're sick. Y'all know the story. Y'all definitely know the story. They have CF. That's right. You've seen that Grey's Anatomy episode. I know you have. Uh, it's the same. It's that. It's just two hours long. Um, Cole Sprouse is real cute. There's a l- I cried. Uh, Everyone in it is very good. They're doing exactly what they should be doing in a movie like this. I mean, if you like this type of thing...
1: This is the type of thing you like. This is the type of thing you like,
0: exactly. <laughs> like, it was exactly what I wanted it to be. And so I am recommending it very highly if you want this sort of thing. Right. If you don't, I get it.
1: <laughs> well, okay, so... <laughs> At some point next May, I will be sitting in my favorite dinosaur socks in a theater watching Godzilla.
0: I'll be there, too.
1: Yes. Okay, so this is not for everybody. No. But if you like this kind of thing, this is the kind of thing that you will like. Yes, As a matter of yeah. fact, you, from the way that it looks, the trailers, you will probably love this movie. So it's the understanding that...
0: <laughs> yes. Yes. If you want... Uh, a doomed tragic love story of children mm-hmm. who are ill this is the movie have i got a movie for you, you know,
1: people back to romeo and juliet and yes. before that doomed teenagers are a real draw Doom teenagers <laughs> are a
0: draw man but yeah though cole is a cutie he's not a teenager so i'm not being gross no um also i didn't say anything terrible
1: vulgar or terrible no uh
0: this movie is sad. But so but good. is it
1: good? Is it's it, good. It, okay. I enjoyed it.
0: Objectively um, good movie. I thought I thought everyone in it was very good. Mm-hmm. The the two main um actors. Haley Lou Richardson. mm mm-hmm. Is that her name? She looks familiar, but um Cole Sprouse is one of two. He's got a twin named Dylan. He's uh, the Jughead jughead in the Riverdale show. Okay, Um, And then, yeah, Haley Lou Richardson is the young lady. And why do I know her? Let's find out. Oh, she's in The Edge of Seventeen, which is a movie I need to see but have not seen. Mm. And apparently is in the ABC show Ravenswood. Another show that I am not familiar with.
1: Ravenswood. Okay.
0: Yeah. So I don't know that. Or
1: does that sound familiar? No. I don't know. I don't
0: know. It's an ABC family series. Uh, but she is. Yeah, she's 24. Cole Sprouse is probably about the same age. So they're playing 17. He turns 18 in the movie. I was like, okay,
1: (laughs) sure. We're good with that. (laughs)
0: Um, but yeah, no, I I enjoyed it. Uh, and if if you need to cry a little, this will do it (laughs) for you. Oh, feel the need. Claire Forlani makes a weird I like appearance in it. Whatever happened to her? uh She plays his mom.
1: Oh, we've come to that.
0: And she's got, like, two lines. So that's a bit of a weird, weird little thing. Uh, yeah, that's it. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. So sometimes crying is good. If you need to cry, go ahead and watch this movie. <laughs> and anything else you want to talk about? Nope. Okay. I I
1: Covers it.
0: So next week, we're watching the tenth episode of a twelve-episode season. It's called "The Hand of God."
1: I'm sure it'll be wonderful.
0: I feel like Baltar is going to be held hostage again. If you don't believe in God by now, all of this. <laughs> <laughs> All of this blackmail to believe in God is probably not going to help, but we'll talk to you next week, I
1: guess, yeah. about
0: the Hand of God.
1: Hand of God. And
0: hopefully it's better than this one.
1: Yeah, it made an appearance at the end of Maybe the famous Stephen King novel.
0: Well, yes, in The Stand. And in the movie The Stand, they put that shit in literally, literally.
1: put a hand. I'm just
0: saying, ah. a giant hand coming out of the sky. Like, guys, really? <laughs> are, you, are you sure, though? That seems like a terrible idea.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, I'm trying to think if by next week we'll have seen us. You guys, preemptively, we we're going to recommend us right. because yes. uh, go see that movie. Go give that movie all of your dollars mm-hmm. because Jordan Peele needs to make everything.
1: Or, or here's another recommendation I would make. This episode was directed by Edward James Olmos. It was. If you want to see a better example of his work, there's a film called American Me, Warning. It is a very violent, harsh film about the birth of Mexican mafia inside of the prison system in the States, and about a man who's trying to find his way out because he's basically been in prison since he was a teenager, and he has no idea how to accommodate to the outside life. Is very frank at times, almost flinchingly, you know, like, Oh, I didn't really need to see this character go through this kind of suffering, but it's a very good movie, and that's a much better example of what Edward James almost can do as a director than this episode. Yeah, yeah, Mm. yeah.
0: Why did Alan need to? Never mind, it's not worth it. No, so we thank you very much. If you would like to uh, email us and Mm -hmm. tell me. What am I missing? Hi, what am I missing? Please tell me. Uh, you can tell me at latecomerspod uh, at gmail. You can email me at latecomerspod at gmail.com at latecomerspod on Twitter in the Facebook group. Come find us.
1: Yes. Sometimes I post pictures
0: of our lawn or videos.
1: Uh-huh. I'll work on that lawn this weekend, I promise. It's going to rain
0: tomorrow, so everything's ruined. No, I can't.
1: Oh, my. What a shame.
0: (laughs) And we thank you for listening. Yes, thank you. Thank you. We will see you next week. Well, we'll talk to you next week.
1: And remember, Better better late late than than never. never.